Hey y'all, it's Tanaya and Mitchell here. What's up? And welcome back to the Hargate Halftime. So on today's episode, we are actually going to reflect on our current friendships that we have um, and just past friendships and you know how our friendships that we have have evolved how they've changed if they're still around or if you know time and just life has just happened so we hope you enjoy this episode so mitchell so tanaya when we're talking about friendship so Take a moment and reflect. Um, do you feel like your friendships have been pretty consistent or do you feel like you've had some friends? Of course, probably would be the answer, but friends that you were, they're only your friends for a season and now you guys aren't friends anymore or. Definitely. You know. that's, yeah, that's I think that's with anybody that you have friends that you think are going to be there for the long term and then you realize that they're only there um for a certain period of time and you guys it may not even be anything that bad that happens you guys just end up going on your own separate terms so so yes I have had that happen to me before I'm on both ends where something bad has happened and then we're not necessarily I wouldn't even call it anything bad just to where you didn't see eye to eye or um, whatever the case may be and then where you just kind of just lose contact with someone over time okay um when you realize with whomever you guys lost contact. Did you like try to reach out to see if something had happened or you kind of was just like, you know, um, for the most part, it was trying to figure, not necessarily trying to figure out what happened, but just trying to maintain that close communication that you may have had before. Um, but I'm one to quickly come to realization that, that that is not always the case. Like perfect example, like in college, I had a friend, um, that we basically hung out together every day back when I went to Pfeiffer and we played basketball together and we hung out every day. And then like, he went on to like go be in the military and like move out to Colorado. So like, we didn't talk as much, but you know, we still follow each other on social media. Like, I don't even think I have his number anymore just cause like we don't communicate like that, but you know, like I see his stuff on social media. Like I comment on it. He comments back. Like he even supports the podcast. So like, it was just one of those things to where, like, we knew the odds, especially now that I live here, like, the odds of us, like, continuing, like, a strong friendship was was going to be hard to make happen. Um, and it and we were okay with that, like, still a lot of respect and a lot of love for the, for the guy. Right. So I think, for me, I think I just, um, I think I just now in this last, year or so last six months really last year um have really came to a point of reflection as to you know people that I have called friends people that I no longer really would consider them friends for me um just um you know I just think that I finally come to realize that it's okay to be in two different places and two different spaces with people. And it doesn't mean that, you know, it's a bad thing. It actually means, you know, you both are growing and prospering in your own separate ways and you don't always have to be tied to each other, I guess. 
Um, and I say it's something that I'm just recently learning is because, you know, I take friendships really seriously. Like I'm that person. Yes. Um, I love, I love hard when I care, I care hard. And when I have friends, you know, that I call my friends and they call me their friends, like I take it very seriously. So to, you know, be at this age now and to see, you know, people that I called friends for such a long time or people that I called best friends for, you know, a long period of time that we're no longer in that space. Um, if you would have asked me two or three years ago about this, I probably would have been like, you know, I don't want that to happen. Like I want to try to fix the whatever the issue is or, you know, like try to make something what it's not anymore. Um, so I finally think I've hit this space where like, I'm okay if I don't, you know, talk to people that I used to talk to or, you know. So you understand that you can't mend every relationship. Yeah. I think I finally am coming to realize that. What um, made you realize that? Like, what was the, what was the point to where it clicked to you? Cause it's always been, not, I'm not going to say it's always been like that for me, but I've always been the one to be like, well, I mean, okay. I don't know, I guess. It's not that I didn't care, but it was just like, with me being an introvert, it was like, I don't necessarily need somebody, not necessarily all up top of me, but someone like always reaching out, like to still be considered a friend. Um, I think the point for me, honestly, was, you know, I would, okay, so let me start by saying this. I definitely realize that I'm the friend that's like always like reaching out. You are. And calling, you know, and doing all that stuff. And I finally, you know, hit this point where I kind of was like, I'm tired of doing this all the time. Like, I just want, I want to, I want to have these relationships with people that I know will reach out to me and I have those friends that I know that they'll call me I'll call them they'll FaceTime me like it's reciprocated and I don't want it to seem like I'm being unfair because I'm expecting this but I mean I do have expectations and I think that there are just some people you know that like I said earlier like time and just distance and you know everybody is just living their life you know I finally had to understand that that you can't hold on to everybody and everything like and I think that's also like a control thing, kind of not saying like trying to control my friends, but like trying to control when I talk to you, how often we talk, whatever the case was. And I, I think I realized that when you and I um, and one of my best friends, the three of us had a conversation one day about um, a couple of people that I just really was just having a hard time understand grasping you know why they treat me the way they treat me sometimes or treated me the way they treated me and then you you know you guys challenged me to make a list of all the people that I call friend or best friend and y'all went through the list together and was like crossing people off and I was just like whoa so one thing you mentioned and yes we did do that exercise three or four months ago we just did it actually before we started recording um to where to where i wrote down who i consider my close friends tonight i wrote down who um we considered she considered her close friends and we swapped pages and we crossed out 
Um, so like I crossed off tonight's list. She crossed off my list. Too. I didn't cross anything off of Mitchell's list. Right. So let's make that clear. Don't but try you, to. But that was the task. You were that supposed was, to. It, we, we, I was supposed right. to. You yes. Supposed but there to. was no one on your list that I could cross off. Okay. And the, I think the people that I actually thought that you were going to put on your list, you didn't even put on your list. So that lets me know that you're very cognizant of who you actually call a friend. I'm interested to know who you, who you thought, which will talk about after this episode yeah um that i that i would put on the list um but you you said something about expectations and you had this expectation for your friends that they would reach out and you know kind of facetime you or text you just reciprocate the love that i but did you let them know that that was something that you were looking for i think i made i i don't think i ever had like what I look for. I don't think I ever laid that out. No. So how do they know to reach out? They don't. That's very so good. So did you have, so did you have false expectations, false expectations of I someone? I did. Yes. And it's funny you say that because I remember I had a conversation with, um, someone a couple of years ago. Wow. It actually was a couple of years ago. It was right in the time that you and I had got engaged and I was talking to her, um, about like how I just felt like people weren't reciprocating the love that I was giving people that I called my friends and you know she kind of she basically broke it down to me like tonight you can't expect people to to give to give love the way the way you ex- the way you give it like they can receive it but you can't expect for them to give it right back to you the way you want it like it doesn't work that way people don't people do not operate in that capacity and she told me that and I was like ah. But, I mean, it still took me two years to really understand that. But shouldn't people speak your love language? They shouldn't. I... I'm just... I. That's the first thing I thought about was... That is, that's a good yes, point. Yes, people won't speak, won't speak how you want them to speak, but we already talked about love languages, and that's something that you have to do in a relationship. So does it apply necessarily in a friendship? Are there are there are there love languages in a friendship that are expected to be followed? And I mean, now things? that you say it like that, I think it sounds nice. So if they did, if they couldn't speak your love language, were they really ever your friend? I mean, I I'm gonna say yes because okay. I mean. Yes, we talked about love languages and some of my friends do know they knew what my love language was. And if they listened to, you know, the episode where we talked about love languages, they would know what it is now. Um, But I don't know. I just don't. But like prior to prior to the episode, like your friends, you had not given them an expectation. So they were just kind of doing what they thought was right. They were doing what they, what they could. Mm -hmm. And I think that should have been, that should be enough. And it should have been enough because nobody knew these, you know, what I expected in my head, except for me. So you think your expectations were too high? I do. Okay. I think they still are kind of high. I mean, I think. So do you feel like you, Xed any of those potential friends out because they didn't meet your expectations. They didn't meet your expectations, but now you're saying that it wasn't fair. So was it fair for you to 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 mark them out? No, it was selfish. Hmm. Okay, definitely. Have you tried to reach back out to those people and build a friendship? No. That's something well, to think about. I think I did reach out to one 
one person, um, you know, to kind of see like what happened. Um, and we talked about it, but I think with this, one of the people that I'm thinking about, I think we're just, you know, we're just in two different spaces. Right. And that's okay. I'm not saying that you have to, but that's, right, just, right. that's just something to think about. Like if you, I mean, there's another person that comes to mind that, right. um, that I, I probably should reach out to, uh, to have that conversation. Um, but I don't know. I just get so in my feelings sometimes. I just be like, okay, I'm gonna just chill. That's fair. But that's not in my nature though. Like, I remember one time, like I told myself, like I'm gonna stop just texting everybody and yeah, just see, that didn't last. and see who's gonna text me, who's gonna reach out to me, and it didn't work because that's like. That's just not me. I'm not that type of person. I'm the person that reaches out and, you know, does all of that. So I quickly was humbled, like, mm, that's not you tonight. You're not that person to just try to just stop what you what you know and, you know, what people are used to right. and what you're used to doing. See, I'm the complete opposite. I'm more of a laid back. Like, I'll, I'll hit you up every once in a while or, like, I'll comment on, like, your, your social media or whatever. But I... I rarely, and I need to do better with this, I rarely ever, like, ask the question, like, how are you really doing? And that's funny you say that, because I see people that post about stuff like that, like, stop asking people, like, how they're doing, and, like, ask, like, you know, how are you doing during this time? What's on your mind type mm -hmm. of thing? And that's something that I still struggle with, like, I still text my friends and be like, hey, how are you? How's but your see, day? I don't even do that, like, and me and my friend, like one of my good friends, like we'll send like stuff back and forth on Twitter. And then like randomly, like I'll just text him and be like, how's it going? And like, we'll have a five minute conversation and then like I'll get caught up in work. And then next thing you know, I haven't replied. And then my, my other friend, um, like he travels a lot. So like I catch him whenever I can catch him. Mm -hmm. And it may be like a quick, like text message, like, like, yo, like you listen to this album or like you've seen this article or right. send them something and then like we may not hear from them um i may not hear from them for another month or so and people are probably asking like well how is that your best friend if you don't like talk to them and one thing that i that i can think of when i think of my two best friends is like i haven't seen one of my best friends in probably it's been it's been about two or three years physically saw them in person and i know that if they walk through this door right now like in the house like it would be like i just saw them yesterday like we would yeah, we would pick right back up where we left off like nothing happened and i do have i do have someone like that um she lives in virginia and when we don't talk this was like this was my best friend in high school we don't talk often but when we talk it's like that we just pick up right, right where we left off like and that's a good yeah. That, that's that's a good mark of a in, in my opinion of a, of a true friendship like you don't necessarily have to talk and it's almost just kind of like it's almost like they kind of become your family like you know you have these certain family members that you don't that you only see at like the cookout or the family reunion right but when you see them like you catch up and then you might hear from them one more time in the in the year and then you catch up again and it's just like that's just a cycle right but yeah i'm, I'm 100 percent bad with that and that's something that like especially now with everything that's going on like we we need to try to be more intentional with reaching out to friends and just really seeing how they're doing because right. as a friend, like, at least for me, like, I know, like, I don't never want to be, like, a burden to my friends and just, like, here's all my problems and this is yeah. what I'm going through. So, 
you know, like I try to keep it like surface level, but you know, I, I think that's really important that, that we should try to start doing. So I'm going to make more of a conscious effort to like, just reach out to my friends and just, just see how they're doing. Like you said, in this season, cause that's important. I mean, yeah, I have a couple of friends that I just text them and be like, look, I need to talk to you. Or I'll just go in and just be like, all right, this is what's on my mind. And then, you know, there are other times where it's, you know, like you said, like you said, that surface level conversation. And it's like, I, like I said, I see people that post about it and I tell myself, like, I, I got to get better with doing that. But it's like you do one thing one way so often that you don't really it's like you've become what, like desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just the norm. So I definitely think that we should hold each other accountable to, you know, reaching out to our friends and, you know, really, you know, having, you know, deeper conversation than just a, how are you today? How was your day? What are you doing type of conversation? You know, it's more stimulating, deeper conversations. Right. Um, when we talk about best friends, what, I guess, I won't necessarily want to say criteria, but what, what makes your best friends your best friends? And as a collective, not each one individually, because you have like 30, but as a, <laughs> as a, as a collective, what makes your, your friends, your friends, my friends or my best, your, friends? your good friends, my your really, friend. really close friends. Um, what makes them my friends? Let me make sure. Let me see if I can answer this question correctly. Um, there's no right or wrong answer. I think there, for one, there is no what's the word um there's no length of service there's no longevity in friendship no with with the friendships that i have i don't some of them i've known it's like i have a couple friends that i've known since high school so Mm -hmm. back 2009 2010 that are still really close to me right and then i have friends that i've known since 2014-15 friendships there okay um so there's no longevity to me like you know how people say like my childhood friend dot that's it well that's me i have two best friends and they're my best friends because i've known them the longest and that's what separates them from my from them being best friends and my really, really good friends. Yeah. Because they, I treat them all the same, but I've known these two people longer than these other people. So they automatically are in that tier of best friend for me. See, for me, I, I think it's the opposite for me, which some people may scratch their head, but I think there is, there's a couple people that I consider my best friends from years back, and then I have a a group of friends. I call them my best friends, like a, a good group of them that I have only known for four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it just it just amazes me, like how I have gone through, you know, life and, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, calling people my best friends. And then, you know, and then I get to this point now where 
Like, I call this group of people my best friend, and, like, I mean it. Almost more so than I meant it in my younger years. Right. Like, these are people that challenge me. They hold me accountable. They're there when I need them. Like, I'm pretty sure if I called them for something, an emergency, like, they would be here. They would come. And that's the mark to me. That's a, that's that's one of the criteria for me when I think of a uh, a best friend is like if they can do something, they're gonna help you. They hold you accountable, um, and you have something in common. You have to have that. You have to have something that sparks the conversation of of you either even entertaining this person as being a friend. So I think that's the first one is they have to. You guys have to have some type of common ground. But then as the as the friendship evolves, like they have to be able to hold you accountable. Um, going back to last week's episode, like they have to be able to have that difficult difficult conversation with you. Tell them tell you you tell them or they tell you when you're messing up or when you're not on top of your game like they should be able to know you they should be able to read you mm-hmm. um so that is to me the mark of a of a good of a of a good friend or a best friend and like i said before like my best friends my two best friends and my really really good friends which i wrote on that list like I treat them all the same. Like they could all be my best friends if I wanted to, but I don't believe in having eight best friends. So I, I keep it at two. <laughs> so that's, that's where yeah. I do. That's where I have the two best friends. And then I have like really, really good friends. And, and most of, and it's crazy. Most of my really, really good friends I met high school and beyond. And I a didn't. few of them, like I didn't think that past high school, like we would be friends. Like I thought I was going to go off to college and not, like know these people to like not talk to these people. And we actually had this conversation. Like it's been this year would have been 10 years that we graduated from high school. So Mm -hmm. I've known these people for 10, 11 years. And it's just like, wow, like to have known y'all and to have stayed in contact, like that's really, really hard to do when we all four live in different cities. And Mm -hmm. like, so, um, that's just, yeah. I think for me, when I actually, am sitting here listening to you and I'm also like reflecting I think the people that it really would be high school years really where I think I can think in my head of a small group of people um I think we were close we got to college we were close you know we're all growing up and coming into our own we kind of drift apart and I think now the people that are in my that are on my mind and the people that I wrote down on my list, I think within the last two years, these people are the friendship that I have with these people, these lovely ladies. Um, is more so defined and more really these last six months. I mean, the last these last two years, of course, you know, becoming an adult, really being out, you know, on our own, working. But really, like, I'm not trying to jump around, but, like, these last six months, I really have found that the people that I call – my friends, whether I say close friend 
or a best friend, these group of females, we're in this place where you can tell that it there has been like growth and evolution. Like, you know, everybody goes through a period where, you know, you think that friendships are drifting apart and, you know, people are growing up and they're transitioning and they're doing their own thing and that's fine. But I think time has brought us closer. Hmm. Whereas there are other people, other, you know, people that were friends that we drifted apart. And I think I'm okay with that. That's fair. I mean, you kind of have to be. Yeah, but you know, like I've always been that person that's like, you know, I'm trying to fix stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to get clarity on why we not talking. What did I do? What did mm-hmm. I not do? Yep, you, you do. know. Mm-hmm. Just why are you making that face? Because you, you, you're 100 percent correct. That is that is what you try to do. You try to fix everything, and everything is not meant to be fixed. I know it's not, Some but things it's are like just meant to just be left as is, and there's a reason that. It happened. And it's not always for us to know. But it's like, dang, am I the only one fighting? It feels like it. It has felt like I've been the only one that's been actively fighting for a friendship that may have dwindled. That right. has and dwindled. You can't fight for a friendship if everybody else, if the other, if the opposite party does not want to fight. Like that's, yeah. You ain't no number fighting yourself at this point. Um, do you think that, like, can. I be your best friend and you not be my best friend? Or is it a mutual oh thing? Um, like, can I call you my, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I call you my best friend, but then like you not call me your best friend? I, we used to have this conversation and I used to say, I thought that was wrong, but now I can say yes because of the fact that you may think that you and this person are in one space and this person that same person views you in a different space. So people that I may, even now, I, I shoot, I don't know, that I call my best friend, they may be like, yeah, no. But I it's not a bad thing. It's right? not a bad thing. Um, no, you know, I don't really consider Ty my best friend. Or I'm like, oh, they call me their best friend, but I don't really consider them. I consider them a friend, but not that, you know, best friend, like close like you know and I think that's something that you taught me I think it's just trying to make me sound cold-hearted what no, I teach I'm you not. I, it's just like you taught me that I don't even know how to say it like that you don't always have to be in somebody's face <laughs> You think I don't think I'm always in people's I'm not spaces. saying that you are. I'm just saying, is that what I taught you? That, like, you... I it's, think it's so. Okay You're just not. so, like, chill and just, like, laid back. And I'm just not. And I think you rub... You're start. I, I always tell Mitchell, like, you're so, like... I don't want to say, like, he doesn't care. But he's so just, like, I don't care. And I'd be like, bro... Teach me how to be like that because I feel like there are moments where I care too much about people and it's not reciprocated. You know, I just want to be like, well, teach me how to just be like, meh. But also, too, like, that's not just like a, like, I do care about, like, if I lost some of my friends, I, I would be a 
highly upset, but the friends that I have lost, like it's kind of been like, you kind of see it coming. And so like when it finally happens, like, like I can think of one in particular, like I just knew it was going to be at a point in time to where we were just going to bump heads. I didn't think it was going to be the way that it ended up being, but it was just kind of like when it happened, I was just like, I was completely fine with it. It was just like, yes, this was, I knew this was going to happen. I had a feeling this was going to happen just because of personalities. But see, that's the problem. Like, I can see the red flags and I choose to ignore them because I'm like, nah, nah, nah. It wasn't even necessarily a red flag. It was just like, a, this is this is a possibility of what could happen because of our two personalities. And I may be very quiet, but I'm also very much like, I don't want to say like alpha, but I'm not like, I'm not going to take second place to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to tell me what to do type thing. So even in, in like friendships, like I'm always going to voice my opinion and say what needs to be said. So See, and that's something that I struggle with. What, not voicing your opinion? Mm-hmm. No. I tend to shy away from saying how I really feel at the because I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or mm-hmm. I don't want to cause a rift in the friendship. And that's yeah. so detrimental because you got to have those difficult conversations. We just yeah, talked about it. Last we did. Week. You're absolutely right. We did. And of course I need to, you know, it's so easy for people to dish advice. Well, I know I can't dish no advice because y'all heard me say on the episode last week that when it comes to difficult conversations, I clam up. So, and that's something even with friendships, you know, if there's a conversation that needs to be had, it'll take me forever, forever to have the conversation. Um, so I just, I don't know. I just, I just like, I like people. And I, I think, and it's something that I've also discovered in this time. And I see it so much on social media and it's so true. But I care a lot about what people think about me. I care a lot about what my friends think about me. Well, yes, you should care a lot about what your friends think about you for sure. But it shouldn't dictate. If they have your, if they have your best interests. And if I think if your friends have your best interests and in, then yes, you should care what they think about you and it should make you want to, cause they, they, your friends should only want the best, best for you and what they think of you should not be dictated on I guess necessarily for their personal gain, it should be for your personal gain. But I think I've done all of my friends a disservice because if there's ever a moment where I feel some type of way about a conversation or I'm feeling some type of way that I need to express, I feel like I do them a disservice because I automatically assume that when we do have said conversation, I assume the worst. Oh, they're going to be mad at me. Oh, the friendship's going to be over. Oh, we're not going to come back from this. Oh, I'm just, I assume, I automatically assume the worst in, you know. So are you not giving yourself the credit or your friends the credit? I think I'm not giving my friends the credit. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I think I'm not giving my friends the credit because I, I know what my friends bring to the table and I know that they know me and they know themselves, but it's like, I don't trust. I don't know. I feel like we about to have like a low key mini therapy session with this episode. Cause I noticed that like, I tend to not say things 
or express how I feel. Like if I notice something about something and it just makes me feel away, like I don't say nothing because I just don't want to, you know, quote unquote, shake the table. Like uh, I just. Do we need to have a difficult conversations part two? Like <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta, you have to trust your friends. You have to trust yourself that throughout those difficult conversations, like it's, it's going to be okay. Like it, it may not seem like it's okay in the moment, but like if, if that relationship means something like it's going to be okay, like it, trust me from personal experience, like it may take six months for y'all to be back the way y'all are. But if it means anything like that relationship will get back to where it, it was and it will be stronger. Like, but you're not, to me, you're not doing anything, but weakening that relationship by not having that conversation and you're you're giving your like you're only giving half of yourself because you're reserved about what this person thinks about what or about what this person does and it just I don't know to me like and I guess I get I'm so passionate about this because you know my situation like you know what I went through four or five years ago with like with like a good friend and like it's totally made me understand that like because I used to be like you like I don't want to say anything like it's not my business but at the end of the day, like, if that's your friend, like, and you care about that person, then to an extent, it is your business, like, of what they're going through, like, and you want to help them through that, and especially if it's affecting you, or if it's something within your relationship, like, I, I definitely think that the conversation should be had, like, and it's not going to be, I'm not here to say it's going to be easy in the moment, but it's well worth it, because it, it just opens up, like, your friendships here and then it just opens up into like this this bigger thing and now like you guys can just talk about anything and just do anything that's that's my experience when it comes to like having those difficult conversations with friends like it's just and then it's just such a reliever like you just get this this stress off your back that you didn't even need like and it's just it just makes everything just flow much better in my opinion i respect it i definitely think that i have some post recording reflecting to do um with people definitely i mean i think that wow this is such an enlightening episode <laughs> it always amazes me how we get on the, on the mics and record and we just go mm -hmm. just flows yeah but shout out to my friends. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to all my friends. Um, you guys know who y'all are. It's no use to yeah. naming names. I'm not naming any names because um, if you know, you know. Yeah. I want to give a special shout out too because I have yet to do it since we're talking about friends. Um, the guys that I record my other podcast with, um, the rents do. We... Um, in the past year and a half had had, and this is part of, part of it. Like we've had several difficult conversations about the podcast and like getting everybody like on the same, you know, board and like everybody rowing in the same direction. And like, I just look at it and just think, man, like had we not had those tough conversations and everybody was just kind of like tiptoeing or like not wanting to talk or not wanting to like openly communicate, like where would we be at? Like, and for and for us, like those hour and a half, two hours that we record each week, just like when I record this podcast, is just you know this is forty five minutes to an hour that I just get to have a conversation with you, my friend, my wife, and then I get an hour and a half, two hours a week just to 
have God talk with the guys outside of the group chat on a microphone. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a big stress reliever. Um, it just kind of gets you away from just like everything. So shout out to you guys. Um, and then all my other friends that, you know, to just constantly look out and just constantly have your best interest. And I think that's another big part of, about having friends is like, just, you just want people that's just in your corner. I agree. Um, I definitely, um, I definitely have seen the, the, the way my friends have been in my corner, like, especially like during these last six months, um, just the, the amount of support and encouragement, you know, and just my friends just listening to me ramble about, what's going on with me or what I want to do, what I don't want to do, what's about to happen type of stuff. Like I really appreciate it. And it just shows me that I, I really think that, that we're going to be okay. Let me ask you this. This just made me think about something. Do you feel like that the group of friends that you have right now that you, that you, can you confidently say that in like five years, that there still will be a friendship? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I say that because I have vetted out my friends and I, like I said, when you go through some stuff with some people, like, or you can, you either have to go through some stuff with some people or you have to have the ultimate trust in people. And like, I would say my two best friends, I've never really like, I'm pretty sure one of my best friends, we've like argued over basketball or like in the heat mm-hmm. of the moment, like a basketball game or something. Uh, my other best friend, probably not. We probably had like debates or something, but just knowing that again, that longevity of 20 plus years of a friendship, just knowing that they'll always be there and, and just that camaraderie that we've had. And then my friends that I've known for five plus years, like that we may have been through some stuff. Like, like I said, to me, that's just, that's just a foundation. And that just solidifies a friendship of knowing that like, you know, they have your best interest because they were able to come to you with this, Mm -hmm. you know, with this situation. So yes, I can say with confidence that the names that are on that list over there on the dining room table will be my friends in five years. And if they not, then I'll just have to go and find them and make amends. So you would make amends? Or fight them. Oh. <laughs> until oh. they become my friend. Oh, you're, you're going to fight them? I'll fight them. Oh. All, yeah. all of them on that list? At the same time. <laughs> not not some of them for obvious reasons, but. At the same time? At the same time. That's like four or five against one. You don't you don't have faith in me? Okay. Bet. I did not I did not say that. I didn't I Do you didn't. think that you'll be friends with your friends in the next five years? The ones on that list, absolutely. Okay. Because like you, the ones on that list, we have been through some things. Like and I think like you, especially with uh, there's some particular people on that list. Mm-hmm. Like even if I, if we magnify, like take a magnifying glass to the list, uh, to the list, there are some people on that list that we have been through some things like difficult conversations and just, you know, 
them, you know, calling me out on my, on my stuff. So yeah, I definitely think the people on that list, um, that we will be friends in, gotcha. in five years. And like you, if we're not like, I'm, I don't even fight. And I'm like, you'll fight for the relationship. I'm, I'm prepared to like show up at everybody's doorstep. Like what's up? So you have made friends here. I have. Yes. Right. And you have your core friends that are really, really good friends. Yeah. Is the friends here, would you be okay to adding them to that close friend group? Of course, they would be separate from your core friends, but still be a close friend. Or do you feel like these friends may only be for a season, which is nothing wrong with that? Because for me, while you think about that, for me, of course, you know, I've been up here for maybe three years in January and I've made no efforts to make friends because of the friends that I have back home. And I just felt like for the longest time that there was no need to have friends here. But then I started realizing that, okay, well, maybe there is a reason to have a friend here for the season of me being here and being in this space. So I have met friends here and I think I I honestly I can say with one out of those four like if in a different season, I, I think that we would that I would consider them to be a close friend. Okay. The uh, I'm not sure. Maybe two. Maybe two of the four. Okay. And um, I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but if they do, disclaimer is nothing wrong with being friends for the season. Yeah, like, no, we're just yeah. It's just a to me, I think it's good. Um because you realize that you're not trying to force something. Right. And you eventually realize that, hey, like, you know, this was only for the season. It was fun while it lasted. Like, we can go our separate ways. No, nothing bad happened. Like, if we see each other on social media, we comment. We maybe text every once in a while. Right. That's what I mean by season. I don't mean, like, tonight is, like, using y'all as, like, to hang out with. Yeah, anything. no, I'm not. Like, I, I really, I really, meeting these four girls women women I don't know I don't don't mind me y'all I just I get weird about I don't know so the, the four people I, I met them on a, a a social dating app for friends like you find friends um and I feel like each one of them like I feel like there could we could always be like friends and it, it just be like we would just if you know we the season changes and we're somewhere else or whatever, or, you know, we would just be like checking in with each other every once in a while. But I think a couple of them, I think I could definitely see adding them like to close friends. I could, but that's just me. I don't know. I can only do what I can do. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if they, they may not feel the same way. They may be like, this is just a season, you know? So, I'm trying to learn that, like, you can't force things and people and you just got to let it flow. I got one more question for you. How many 
close friends do you have on your Instagram thing? I'm just out of curiosity. <laughs> do you really want to know the number? Mm-hmm. <sighs> you don't have to give me an exact number, just a guesstimate. It was like 40. Wow. Okay. And it's also, too, like, it's people, it's a combination of, like, my close friends, mm-hmm. your close friends, mm-hmm. and then people that have added me as their close friends. So I just go back and just add them, like, oh, like, people that I don't even talk to like that. And I see the green circle, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So you add them back. I am like, okay, I'm going to add them as my close friend because they obviously added me as a close friend for a reason. Maybe because I'm always commenting on their stuff. Who knows? I don't know. Gotcha. But I think that's. I was like, wow. What about you? Probably like 26 or 27. So like I said, it's a combination of my friends and your close friends that I that I like and that I'm that you friends like. with. That <laughs> um, Not necessarily that I like, but like I've, I always tell you like I, your friends, like you have your friends, but then like you have your friends that I'm cool with because I've had conversations with them outside of like me, you. Yeah. Like I've spoke to them like I can and it's nothing wrong with that. Like, but some of your friends, like I just haven't either haven't had the opportunity to talk to them and get to know them or just we just that's just not what it's meant to be. And that's fine with that. But, you know, there's certain friends that you have and vice versa with me is to where there's a relationship outside of like you and I like you guys like some type of friendship has been developed outside of us to where like we can have a conversation and I not have to be in a room with you to talk to my friends and vice versa and it wouldn't be like this super awkward thing right that's true because (laughs) believe it or not uh there there are a couple of of Mitchell's friends like I actually talk to them like outside of Mitchell like I'll text them outside of Mitchell um one of his best friends and um one of the guys that he pods with like I'll text him like we have conversation like outside of Mitchell um and I also had a question for you earlier you said that you have your you have your friends back home and you're fine like your close friends back home and you're fine with that mm-hmm. so if I didn't let me back up two weeks ago was that two weeks or a week? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, one of the 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 ladies that I'm I, I don't know why ladies and women bother me. Girls is I'm not trying to be like offensive, but it's just it just rolls off the tongue. Um, that I met on the app. We actually went on a double like date. Like her she brought her husband, I brought Mitchell, and we kicked it off. So Mitchell, if I was not doing this, like if I was not on the app or like if I didn't meet these Four ladies who all happen to have, they're either in a relationship, engaged, or married. Um, if I didn't have those people, those girls, and I wasn't on this app, would you not, you would be, you are okay with just the friends that you have back home? Like, there is no, like, yearning for you to, like, make guy friends on your own? Do you really have to ask me that question? I'm asking it. I'm let, asking it on on uh, record so the people can. Super solo dolo in Indiana, and I'll be a hundred percent okay with it. Really? Yes. Okay, you really love me, huh? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. I'm yes, I really love you, and I also really love myself in the time that I spend by myself. 
So you mean to tell me that us being up here mm-hmm. and you are away from your friends, mm-hmm. there is never a moment where you're like, dang, I want to have God friends to hang outside of my wife with. Like, I want my own set of friends, even though it may be for a season here outside of, you know, because you don't see your you don't see the, the, the your friends back home very often. Right. You don't see the guys often. I mean, you guys yeah, may talk, yeah. but like there is no like ever a point where you're like, well, maybe I I do kind of want to meet you like, you know, some guys around my age that I can kick it with and hang out with or get to know like. Is that just like a girl thing or? I mean, I guess. I mean, like, yeah, maybe it'd be cool. Like, oh, yeah, let's go. Like, let's go catch a like a basketball game. Like, let's go to a L game or let's go to Indianapolis and catch a Pacers game. Something like that, yes. Like, every once in a while. But, like, all the time, like, oh, we got to do this. We got to hang out once a month. Like, that's not. Like, even my friends back home, like, like you got to think, like, I lived with one of my good friends and, like, we barely, we stayed in our rooms. It wasn't nothing wrong, but like we were just always to ourselves. Like that's what I enjoy. Okay, so I was it's just not curious. like a you know. And then like if we wanted to do something, we'll do it, and then go back and go in our room and just hang out. But I also like I spend two hours a, a week, at least two hours a week with my good guys recording a podcast and the time that it takes to do all the pre production and stuff that we do. Like. I spend up to six hours a week with them just talking within a group chat on the phone and different things. So okay, that to me, that's enough. Like that's enough. Yeah. You know, I can see them on FaceTime, different things. I've never seen you FaceTime, but two well, of them. Well, FaceTime, Zoom, like video oh. call. Oh, video, for the podcast. Uh, some type of right, video right, right, chat right. with them. Right. Okay. I was just curious. That's all. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, now that you've met that, that friend and, you know, her husband, but yeah, there's opportunity for me to hang out with them and do different things. And Okay. I was just curious. Like, you know, Mitchell was up here a whole year by himself before we got engaged and married. And, you know, he was perfectly okay. Super solo. Oh, my dolo. God. He, like. By myself. Is that Kid Cudi that's solo dolo? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like Kid Cudi solo dolo type by vibes. Didn't want to meet friends. Didn't I didn't need to. I was and just, I would always ask Mitchell, like, so are you going to, like, go out? Like, are you going to, like, try to meet people? Like, what are you doing? And he'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm just yeah, I, w- I would literally, like, go to the bar, give me a few drinks, give me some wings, give me some pizza, eat, maybe have some conversation with some people that's sitting close to me, Yeah. and then go back home. Mitchell is the definition of contentment with himself. I, I love it. It's such a beautiful like, thing. Honestly, I, that's something that I admire about you if I have not told you, is how content you can be with yourself. And I'm going to be like that one day, like just content with not having always having to talk to people and, you know, be in the mix with people and just. Oh, just wait till I get my room finished. I'm going to block off time, just like me time on my calendar. We have a shared calendar, y'all. And I'm going to put it on a shared calendar, like Mitchell's me time from this time to this time. I That's definitely, I strive to be like that, like just content with being by myself and I think I'm starting to get that way um you know especially with being here by myself uh it's more and more you know of course I I love talking to my friends I love that I love facetiming them uh calling them randomly you know but I definitely will also like to get get to a point where like I'm completely okay with being by myself because I had a moment over the weekend I called my mom and I was like I'm lonely 
And I mean, yeah, you, I get lonely sometimes, but I think I this also stems lonely. from like growing up. Like my parents were very, very like, I wouldn't necessarily say protective, but like it was like wherever they went, I went. So it was like the few friends that I had was like my cousins that I call mm-hmm. my friends. They're my cousins. They're not blood related, but they're my cousins. Mm-hmm. And so like outside of that, I didn't really have like friends that I hung out with all the time. So I was you know, my sister was really, really young. So outside of her, it was just like me just being in my room and just playing by myself. See, I was the complete opposite. I was always at somebody's house doing See, something. So that's 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 where that came from. So for me, it's like look at you looking discover looking can, at the root. I can <laughs> I can sit I can sit on that couch all day and just We know you have and watch TV, play the game, play the game, be on my phone, oh, and be completely content with not talking content. to anybody. Not even me, y'all. He'll be sitting here. I'll just be looking at him like, bro, we've been sitting here all day and And I'm and I'm fine. And he's just cool and I'm like, can we do something? Can we get up? House. Can I we walk? Can we sit outside? Like, what's up? Like I, I, I can't do I can't sit like this. Yeah, that's 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 me though. That's it. that's what I love to do. So yeah. but that still doesn't take away from like I love my friends. Like I I genuinely do. I love my friends. Like they're like my brothers and my sisters. Like that's what I call them, like. I love your friends too. They're so, really they're they're awesome. I, I love my friends too. I love your friends too. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all so yeah. much. Shout out to shout out to the friends. Okay. So, um shout out to the friends. If if you're listening to this episode, I want to challenge everyone to do something and we'll check back in later on in the week to see who done it and what they kind of got out of it. Um get you a piece of paper and write down everyone that you consider a close friend, whatever your de- definition of a close friend is. And if you're in a relationship, um, give it to your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend and say, Jim Bob, these are the people that I consider Jim to be Bob. <laughs> these are the people that I consider to be my um close friends. Can you look at this list and tell me who you don't think who should be crossed off the list? And then ask them why. Because a lot of times that significant other or spouse can see can see you for what you want and sometimes it's blinded you're blinded by this friendship when they know that that's not your friend they pay attention y'all when yeah. i when i tell you when i made that list and and i'm not even talking about my best friend that was help that helped like that gave her input on who to be crossed out because she also paid attention but i did not realize how much mitchell paid attention to my friends and who i talked to and the conversations that we have mitchell even when we did it today, I was just like. And I pointed out each each time I cross somebody's name off, I said, this is why I'm crossing them off. Yes. And also for my people that are single, you know, make your list, too. And you find someone who is close to you that knows the other friends that you have and, and, and can unbiasedly cross off your list. And even, you know, your parents like. I say this like my parents, they they was spot on about some people that they they was like, uh, tonight that person is a little questionable. And they were spot on about it. Of course, you know, me, I ignored it, but they were right. So find somebody unbiased that knows you and knows your core group of friends or your close friends and can cross those people off that, you know, not saying that y'all can't be friends, but it's just like, uh, I don't think that person if you needed that person, like, would they really be there? Like, would they drop what they're doing if, you know, somebody else couldn't get to you or if your family couldn't get to you? Like, could you count on them? Yeah. 
we challenge y'all to do that. So yes. I think it'll be an interesting um, exercise. So. And I think you'll, you'll, you'll realize a lot that you didn't know. And we hope that this episode not necessarily breaks friendships, but we hope that it brings friendships closer together between this episode and last week of tough conversations to now friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope that you have those tough conversations with your friends and we hope that you grow on friendships. Cause at the end of the day, like, um, you know, you have your family, which you can't pick, um, but you can, you can always choose your friends. And if that's one thing that we can control, you know, you should definitely be in full control over who's your friend and who you decide to give your attention to and who you decide to give your, your energy into in your, just your, just who you let into your circle. Cause that's, that's really big. Um, especially in today's world where things are just so hectic and crazy and busy. Like you want to make sure that you have a good, a good friend group. I agree. Well, guys, we are going to get out of here. But as always, remember, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our Instagram page, The Hard Get Halftime. Follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. And I think you can follow, too, um, on Facebook, The Hard Get Halftime. Send us an email if you want to share, you know, your thoughts on friendships and, you know, how they evolve and how they grow. And if you have a way that you evaluate friendships or, you know, whatever that is, share that with us, too. Um, you can always send us an email at thehardgethalftime at gmail.com. And always, as always, wear your mask and make sure that when November comes, you vote. Because it is very important. Very, very important. So you guys be safe. Thank you as always. We love you. And we will see you next week. Have a good one. The purpose of the Harkey Halftime is to share real life experiences and to provide insight on how to navigate through those life experiences, whether you are single, in a relationship, engaged, or married. At the end of each episode, it is our hope that whoever, wherever, listening to this podcast will be blessed by the content shared.